Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 218. I'm your host, Jacob Rush, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ryan Black, Chris, and Josh. Welcome back, my friends. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine over here. Are we staying warm? It's been cold. Like this no. kind of hit the whole country, right? <laughs> yeah, I. It's temperate. I don't know. A little bit of a uh, a brisk temperature, but still pretty comfortable. So I can't complain. It's kind of pleasant. Nice. Usually, usually takes me like oh about a week to adapt to the temperature, and then I'm fine. And it's like both ways, like hot or cold. Like it right. takes me like a solid week, and it's awful yeah. during that time. But once I adapt, like it's no, no problem whatsoever. It just takes me a little bit, and I'm in that cold part right now where everything is just super cold. And I'm like wearing thermals in my own house with like multiple layers, several layers of socks, and then I go out with like a coat and a hoodie on as well when I go outside to walk the dog. And like I just I can't get warm enough. I'm wearing like slip, slippers on my feet, you know, on top of all the socks, and just nothing is warm enough. Right. Well, I understand that for sure. I like the cold. You guys like the winter? No. Right. No. I, I prefer it. summer, but um, winter is my fine. favorite time. Most favorite time of oh, the year. Oh, that's insane. Fall. No. Why? Yeah. I, I want like, to be on a beach somewhere I like right cold. now. I like the snow and ice. Um, I think it's beautiful. And it's surrounded by the my most favorite holiday, obviously, Christmas. Um, Thanksgiving and family time and uh, yeah, you go into a new year of new starts, new hopes, new ambitions. Um, I enjoy it. I really do. I think winter is the greatest time of the year. It's better. I than think. Summer. I think you know. These uh, and uh, in like on Christmas cards, it's nice. You know, with all the winter <laughs> scenery, but like when the snow actually hits, and then you got a shovel and you got to uh, deal with like that gross. This, uh, melted snow on the side of the road and yeah, um, it's black. There's, it's par- there's parts yeah. of it for sure. I mean, and if a yeah. winter can overstay its welcome, I do, I do agree. That's why I like Indiana because we get a good um, amount of different. We get the seasons, you know, four seasons, mm-hmm. and uh, nothing ever stays a li- too too long here. But yeah, sometimes it's kind of weird because like by March, um, either we are getting like multiple inches of snow still and ice or it's like easter came early you know it's it's really weird i've seen it both ways here so but that's enough of this winter talk we're not old men talking about the weather we're here to talk about games and what we have been radical rexing about chris what about you my friend what are you radical rexing about today well, let's see. Uh, school's been going great. Uh, my classes are awesome. I'm doing really, really well in uh, everything. So happy about that. Um, I finally jumped back into gaming. Um, I I just wasn't really into it, and slowly but surely, I'm kind of falling back into the swing of things in that way. So um, over the past few days, I've been playing uh, Yoshi's Crafted World. And I am, I actually really like it a lot. Um, I've only played like three or four levels, and um, I don't know what anyone's talking about in like some of the reviews that I saw. Um, I have no issues whatsoever. Um, I do remember some critics saying like the music is really annoying, and so far it's been great. I think the music is excellent, at least in the levels that I've been playing. I think it's really appropriate for the environments and catchy and fun. So I haven't experienced anything too grating just yet. Um, I've also been playing Iconoclasts, and apparently I'm not the only one (laughs) here that's been playing Iconoclasts. Um, but yeah, Iconoclast is one of like the last Switch games I like kind of dabbled in before my life got really hectic. And I finally uh, have been like making progress. It's just such an awesome Metroid, uh, yeah, Metroidvania game. The music is phenomenal, and the gameplay is interesting. Oh, it's just and it's gorgeous. The pixel art is un unreal. It's such a beautiful game. Um, so yeah, Iconoclast. Also, um, 
Let's see, Tumbleseed. Have you guys ever heard of Tumbleseed? I have. It was Switch. like a Switch early game like that was really popular when the Switch first came out. Yeah, uh, apparently it didn't sell very well, which is really unfortunate, but um, I saw that it was, yeah, and I, I don't know, I always wanted it. It's the first game that was on my Switch eShop uh, wish list, and I saw that it was on sale, so I got it for, I don't know, like four bucks or something, and the music is insane. It looks like unlike anything you've seen before. It's just this beautiful, crisp, uh, I don't know, colorful game. And I, it's very interesting gameplay. I don't know really how to describe it. Like, kind of like you tilt a ball and like kind of protect it as it goes up this stage or whatever. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and today I finally played a game that I last played on my very first episode with you guys and haven't really picked it up since. And that is Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure for DS. And I just adore that game. If if you guys are into platformers, and I know you know at least Josh and Jacob, this this game is really good for you guys, um, and and even Ryan too. I think would appreciate it. It's just like a really quirky. It's it's so good, and um, yeah, it's like a very. I don't know. It's kind of like Banjo Kazooie in a way, in like two D form except you don't really go back to levels. It's it's more linear in that way. But it has, like, a very British sense of humor. There's, cool. like, that jibber-jabber talk that Banjo-Kazooie has, and it's actually very funny. It's on the eShop? And, no, this is a DS game, so you'd have to get a physical oh. cartridge of it. But I don't think it's too expensive these days. Um, yeah, well, it's I just, like, a very solid platformer. But, like, you platform on the top screen, and you do a puzzle at this... Um, at, it's kind of at the same time on the bottom screen and the better you do on the bottom puzzle screen the better you like the better items you get in the uh the top platforming world so yeah check that out and awesome. uh yeah that's pretty much it for me what about you guys man mm, well i want to go because i usually save myself for last but i want to jump in and and just radical rex uh Nothing too crazy. I'm just trying to maneuver through life of having enough money to buy my kids, girlfriend, and her daughter Christmas and still somehow pay my bills. So um, I don't know. Well, just kind of playing it by ear with all that stuff. But I um, did get a bunch of stuff out of the way um, for the kids on Saturday. And um, I do know part of my Christmas and this is, you know, kind of taking the fun out of it, but I did decide I wanted a big item and I asked my mom. And so I went half in on it with her and she, I'm getting a brand new television for Christmas. Um, nano color. It's like, yeah, it's called like nano color something LG. It's 55 mm. inches. And nice. I mean, it's really sweet. I mean, I did a lot of, research and checked into it and um it's one of those things where you just kind of when you see the difference of like i don't know maybe this is how xbox dorks and and playstation nerds are compared to nintendo where like they don't want like a system that can't play the highest resolution that's kind of not how i am with the television i'm not that way with nintendo obviously just because uh i you know loyal to them and i love them um but like with televisions i was just like i just i want the best bang for my buck here because i'm doing this for the visuals not the franchises or anything they don't do that so um this lg tv is really really awesome so i'm not gonna get much as in quantity for christmas but i am getting a big item that uh will will uh bring a lot of satisfaction for many years so um and then uh get my kids a kitty for christmas so um that's, a cat uh, yeah look a cat i'm not sure if it'll be a kitty or the age range i don't know that's awesome i love cats <sighs> me too me too can't if wait you need to... any uh help hey, with that, just let me know sure mm -hmm. yeah me too dogs are better no they're not Dogs are a nightmare. No offense, Ryan. <laughs> Rasco. They're both good in different ways, I think. Um, but 
Yeah, so that's really what I'm radical rexing about. I'm really happy about all the Switch news, too. Um, just to see how well it's selling, even with the new system, new gen systems out. I think the uh, Switch is still dominating. Um, likely so due to the amount of how much a Switch Switches run the wild now as opposed to the new stuff. But it's still really great to see Nintendo keep on keeping on. And uh, um, I just have a feeling that Nintendo's really gearing up for something big early next year. And I think it's going to be the next, you know, the Switch Pro rumors that we're hearing about. And um, I think there's just been a lot of this has been a perfect year for them to keep a lot of stuff hush hush anyways you know and and look what they give us still sells big man i mean calamity the new zelda you know hyrule warriors game is it's already sold over three million it's the best selling game that that company has made <laughs> uh, of their of what they're known for making and that's really really cool so um i'm excited to see what nintendo's doing while they slowly distract us over here with their left hand with all these little things and then boom they're gonna hit us i'm, I'm telling you we're gonna be hit with some some big trailer direct announcement or whatever and we're all gonna be like oh my gosh where's my tax check where's my tax check i think something big's coming guys that's all i'm saying how about you ryan me oh um radical rexing uh let's see I beat Ori in the Blind Forest, uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then I hopped into Iconoclast again. I'm getting ready to go to yeah. the moon, I guess. I don't know if that actually happens in the story or not, but that seems where things are progressing. Uh, so beat I'm, it. I'm there, wherever that means. I'm not sure how far in the game I am, but... Um... Yeah, that, that game, side note about that game, I loved that game too. And that was my musket, I think for you, Ryan, wasn't it? Like a year ago or so? That was just a birthday present. Was it? A, oh yeah, that's right. We all chipped in for you and got it for yeah. you. Yeah. Didn't come until like way late, but yeah, that game was one of those games where I thought like the game was going to end here or going to end here and in here and like I thought it would end like five separate times and it never did. It just kept going. So mm -hmm. which is which is kind of a good thing. I mean, when I love a game, you never want it to end, you know. And I'm I'm sad when a good game ends too soon. So that's good for that. Cool. Sorry. Um, no, you're all good. Uh, and then Pokemon Go, I was able to transfer stuff to my Pokemon home, transfer some shinies. I finally have a uh, a legitimate, and uh, and I'm training up a uh, Dunsparce that's shiny. Finally got a shiny Dunsparce in Pokemon Go, and uh, you know now I'm just gonna, you know, make it as competitive as that could possibly be. <laughs> um, not very, but you know, uh, probably a pair of flinching just for the fun of it. If for those of you who track Pokemon stuff. Um, I always tend to gravitate towards the pair of flinching combos. So, um, other than that, like Traven, the other day was like, "Hey, uh, just wanted to let you know, uh, Fight Crab is on sale." I'm like, "What?" And so I totally picked up Fight Crab, and I am enjoying the heck out of it. Like over the top, amazing fun with crabs. <laughs> I, it's amazing, like every bit of it. It's it's weird. Like the controls are strange because you're actually controlling like the different sides of the crab mm. with like different buttons, but then also like different um, different movements and stuff. It's, it's it's a strange control scheme, um, but it works really well. Like with flailing limbs and random weapons, you know, attacking. And your goal is basically just to flip the other crab over. And you could team up with friends online. And uh, me and Traven teamed up, and we took down. Uh, we we played in this this area where the the crabs kept dropping from the ceiling off the chandelier, like riding a chandelier down and, and dropping onto the scene. And we were throwing all kinds of things. And yeah, it was just completely quirky. And like the more you play, the more cash you get to unlock more crabs, different types of crabs, and more weapons. And as you play, you get like more stuff unlocked and it's just it's a lot of fun it's it's just I, i'm like over the moon about this we should play together ryan because i got mine in the mail like a couple weeks ago awesome we should totally play yeah i haven't touched it yet so i'm looking for a reason to do that <laughs> cool josh well um for me Mostly, I've been spending a lot of my time game-wise in Age of Calamity. 
Um, we liked the first Tower Warriors quite a bit, but the story was a little, a little weird, I guess. But um, with this one, I like how they like stuck with the Breath of the Wild world and decided to grow on that and that story a little bit um, in its in its own fashion, so to speak. But I really like the direction they took with it. And it's like the deeper I get into it, the more like actual surprises there are. And I don't want to give like anything away here, but there's more to it than I thought there would be. And mm-hmm. I'm quite happy with it. Um, I've been playing a lot of it with my wife going through the story co-op and things. So um, I'm really happy with that one. Um, other than that, um, there's a couple other little games here and there I've kind of touched around on. Um, I really was kind of <laughs> excited for that Immortals Phoenix Rising game that comes out Friday. Um, I did have to cut it off due to um, kind of having to pay off some other things here first, but um, still kind of looking into that, maybe picking it up down the road. And crappy um, reviews. Uh, it's It's been decent reviews. <laughs> Like some seven out of tens and things like that, but no, especially like if I get it, I'd probably get it on the Xbox just from what I've heard about the Switch version. But um, unfortunately, that I did not get uh, a review copy of that for whatever reason. So yeah, we'll see. Um, other than that, uh, I guess I don't, still don't have a whole lot exciting going on. I swear, one of these days that has to change. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is that's all I got. So we move on to the topic. Burr, guys, it just got a little colder in here. <sighs> Speaking of the cold and getting into the winter seasons and approaching Christmas, we love to do themes within that month. And today, our listeners, is all about some of our top winter villains. <sighs> Chris, just like Radical Rexing, I vote that you should start us off here. We're going to go around Robin with all this stuff, and we're at the end, we're going to vote to see who has the best picks cool. out of this book. Uh, I, I am honored. So, um, all right, I guess I will go with a, a nice villain that means a lot to me. But I will say it was kind of like an unremarkable um, boss fight, but I just thought it was really cool because it happens to be in one of my favorite video games of all time that nobody's heard of, and I am okay with that. (laughs) So I would say it's definitely in my top five. I'm not sure where in the top five it lands, but Big Bang Mini for the Nintendo DS is one of my favorite games of all time. I cherish it so much um have any of you guys heard of it no if, i don't think so that's my game that's one of my choices wait no wait really no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> i was like uh i've never heard of it uh so yeah big bang mini it's it's hard to describe because it's very it's such a ds game so it's basically like an arcade shooter if you had to give it a genre and so you basically have something that you have to protect uh, while all these things are flying around on the screen and so the whole theme of the game is fireworks and so you flick your ds stylus uh, to uh, on the bottom screen and you shoot it at the top screen and yeah you shoot at the top screen and you hit enemies to uh to kill them and so you know after after each level you get a constellation and you connect all the dots and you get like a special little picture but anyway that's like a side note so uh yeah in big bang mini there's bosses and each like there's all these different themes in these worlds and so uh, and they're all completely different. They have very different art styles and totally different types of music and fonts and themes. And it's it's wild. It's a crazy arcade game. But anyway, um, so the ice boss for Big, May- Big Bang Mini is a walrus. And I love this boss because 
It's basically a punk walrus that is riding on a magic carpet, <laughs> and he's wearing a uh, leather jacket, and he has a mohawk with sunglasses, and he's just like this really rad-looking walrus. <laughs> and so that's like 90% of my reasoning for uh, for choosing him. But in this boss fight, it's pretty cool because it takes advantage of the, the two screens, so... Um, he's on the top screen, you're on the bottom screen with like your snowball that you're protecting. You can't have anything hit that snowball. And so you're flicking fireworks at the walrus and he's slowly depleting in health and as he takes damage he changes in appearance so you see his like tusk break and his hair is all disheveled and like his fins are all ripped up and he just looks like he's just like overwhelmed. So uh, it's just like it's kind of funny. Um, and he just looks kind of traumatized. But my favorite part of the battle is at the end where you not only have to protect your snowball from things coming at the top screen, but now you have a whale that appears on the bottom screen and you have to like watch out for like the blowhole water stuff that's coming at you and this like gust of wind. So you just have to protect yourself uh, from the top screen, from things on the top screen and things on the bottom screen. So that is my personal pick from one of my favorite games of all time. Go ahead, Ryan. You look like you want to say something. I'm trying not to cut you off. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so I had to pick... Uh, I love ice themes for everything. So um, I could pick like a thousand different ice enemies that could be my favorite. Um, I just, I love that aesthetic, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but these are kind of my personal like villains, like they may not have struck someone else as like very villainous, but for me, like they were like dastardly villains uh, in my my mm. my experience. So, uh, my first one is uh, very akin to Chris's pick, actually, in the very radical look, uh, very cool look, uh, with sunglasses and and uh, sporting some uh, pink shorts. Uh, that is the polar bear from Ice Climbers. Um, not surprised. I, you know, it. you wait too long, and that polar bear comes it. out. I knew you would pick an ice climber trap. <laughs> causes the, uh, the the earthquake to happen or whatever, and causes the level to shift up, and so you could fall into the pit uh, faster if you're not careful, if you let the uh, polar bear hang out. But you can also jump up on the block below him, and he kind of, like, skips off on one, like, foot, like he's slipping and slips off a screen. And uh, it's just really cool. It was awesome to experience him in uh, Subspace Emissaries, I believe it was. Uh, where they, they include him in Smash Brothers in some form, um, and or maybe it was uh, it, maybe it was the uh, 3DS uh, Smash Run. I'm not 100% on that, but uh, yeah, it was awesome just to be able to see him. Uh, and then he also appeared in a couple of Ice Climber levels, I want to say. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, I just I, I love that that bear and, and hate that bear at the same time because that was like my first major villain that I went up to as, as a little kid. And recognized and like, oh, that thing is that thing is pure evil. Yeah, why don't we have an ice climber adventure game? I don't know why. I, I don't know. It's like the only Nintendo like franchise that has started on the NES and never came back in some form or fashion. I think they could Smash Bros. do a lot of cool things with it personally, but yeah, you never know though. Kid Icarus, you know, had a really long break, and then when they brought it back, he came out with. Uh, I don't know what the phrase is. What guns slinging? I don't know. Whatever. Guns ablazing. Yeah, they guns ablazing. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, no one swings guns. What are you talking about? Chariots ablazing. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever. Uh, but as 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 far as bears go, it's probably in the top three best bears ever in video games. <laughs> there you go. Josh, what about you, man? All right, so my first one, I'm going to go with my uh, more boring pick probably here first because I figure a lot of people are expecting something of the sort. Um, my first one is going to be Bleak from Donkey Kong Country 3. Um, so, yeah, that that is my only rare choice, or even Platonic for, for that matter, um, on this list. But for you all who are not aware, he is this big, kind of fat, evil-looking snowman. Um, kind of typical-looking. He actually resembles... Um, if you played Clay Fighter, Bad Mr. Frosty quite a bit. But one reason I actually really like him is the boss fight in Donkey Kong Country 3 is way different than any of the other fights, where it is one where if it's sort of like these swanky bonus levels in that game where 
you're sort of looking like over Dixie or Kitty's shoulder, and you have to throw like snowballs at him, and he's shooting them out of his like helmet, which was kind of a weird concept mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. And that, and also his laugh. For some reason, I always liked his laugh. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it, but yeah. I always thought that was cool. I always thought it was sort of a unique boss fight. Parker's going to love you. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that game. Now, And he's also, Let's of see. course, in Donkey Kong Land 3, but that one, it's more like a side-scrolling boss fight. He's still shooting mm. stuff out of his hat, but it's not quite the same. Right, um, right. Probably just due to the limitations. But sure. I always thought he was cool. Um, one of the first things that came to mind, I know it's not a big baddie that sticks around and shows up in a bunch of different games. I don't even think he's appeared in any Smash stickers or trophies or anything like that. But there you go. That is my first one. All right. Nice pick. And um, I was saving this for my second pick, but I think I'm going to bump up to my first pick, um, mainly based off of what Josh said. And my first pick here is going to be Sir Slush from Banjo-Kazooie, um, which is basically the same guy. Um, and uh, he is uh, somebody who gave me a really hard time. He's just really annoying. And he does have that laugh where he's like, <laughs> and throws a snowball at you. And it always kind of, freaked me out especially when i wasn't looking at him because i knew something was coming at me and there's a lot i mean if you're not careful you're gonna get pummeled when i uh, i should put that punk down um uh yeah you're gonna get pummeled with um snowballs from all directions so it's uh very very annoying the, the, the enemy is annoying. I mean, you got to take them out as fast as you can in Banjo-Kazooie. At least that's what I try to do because I don't like to have them linger around. So they're a villain that, you know, they're not like outlandish, but they're they were someone that gave me a personal time. So my nostalgia says I hate those guys. And um, you just – there's something that sticks out in my brain. So And, I, and they're in the winter level, obviously, for Banjo-Kazooie, which is very – it's a Christmas-themed level. So – um, but yeah, that, that's my, my first pick. I forgot about that guy. He's like terrifying. He's like, yeah, he's like one of the scariest parts in the entire game, even like out of the actual scary levels and villains. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, back to you, Chris. Okay. Um, well, my number two pick, this is one that I thought of immediately when we thought of this topic. So I think you guys might have played this game and got to this guy, but one of my favorite ice villains is the Ice Monster from Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon. Have you guys played uh, this level in this boss? Yes. I have. Been a okay. while, though, but yes. Right, yeah. Uh, it, well, what is? What did you say, Ryan? Maybe. I I don't remember much of playing that game. Okay. Yeah, Ryan doesn't um, play good games. <laughs> I mean, he plays Fight Crab. So. But, um... <laughs> so, um, this is a boss that I actually only just recently completed. It was a lot harder um, than, uh, than I expected. Like, I just... I just had so much trouble with it, but I just love the concept of it. So the ice monster is <clears throat> basically you you walk into like a shed or something, like a cabin, and a ghost comes out of nowhere and like possesses like a puddle or like a, I don't know, a, a sheet of ice on the floor. And he becomes this ice monster and just starts burrowing his way deep into the earth. And so you conveniently have a sled kind of slip under you. And so you go into this tunnel and it now switches from third person, which is what the entire game usually is, to now a first person's perspective, which I thought was really interesting, a good way to kind of mix it up. And so as you're going down this like ice tunnel into the earth, the, uh, the ice monsters, like, his head is twisting around, and you have to kind of shoot, uh, like, bombs or something to break the ice, to kind of expose the ice monster's face, 
and it's interesting because he kind of um, his head spins around clockwise, so you have to time everything just right, and uh, you know take into account that extra second of the bomb kind of dropping into the hole. So I just thought that was really interesting, and uh, it's a great use of 3D. So when you turn up the 3D slider, it just looks really incredible. It's a great use of like depth perception, and uh, then you kind of like face this guy in like a room. He he's stops possessing this ice sheet thing and becomes an actual ghost and he like charges at charges at you and then after a while you just like suck him up and you do that three times or so so it's basically the same thing um over and over again but i think it's interesting because like each time you shoot a bomb he lowers himself a little bit more and so that takes into account some extra time uh for you to shoot the next bomb so um, you know, you shoot a bomb, you expose a little bit of his body, he goes a little bit further, and so the time that it takes for a bomb to reach him increases just a tiny bit, so you kind of have to take that into account when you try to defeat him. So it's it's interesting. It's a very, very fun concept, and I, I just thought it was a very clever, unique take on a typical ice boss. And for the record, before I forget, I don't know if you guys had the same experience, but I had a lot of trouble finding a good ice villain. Um, I feel like out of all the themes, just ice is not the most, I don't know, a, a lot of ice villains just were not too spectacular. So it was a bit of a challenge. So yeah, but you know, I think we, we found some good ones at least so far. But uh, yeah, that is my number two pick, Luigi's Mansion, Dark Dark Moon's Ice Monster. Very unique choice there. Um, I mean, I like it. I'm glad you brought that to the table. That was that is a fun boss fight that I do remember vaguely um, playing against twice in the arcade version and in the 3DS version. Whoa, what in the arcade version? Yeah. Yeah, the arcade yeah. of Luigi's Mansion. It's literally the same game, just ported to an arcade. You use a live vacuum. Wow. David Buster. Okay, that's all stuff. I was about to say, oh, I can't wait to give that a try, but it'll be about a year before I'm able to do that. (laughs) Right, if they're not all shut down by by then. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, I have the game on 3DS, so I will work with that. Cool. Hmm. Ryan, back to you. All right. Um, I keep flip-flopping my my uh second and third picks um so i'm gonna lock them in now uh uh, my second one that i picked uh is not necessarily considered a villain in fact i wouldn't think he would anyone would consider him a villain but to me it was the most annoying villain the most annoying part of super mario 64 and that was the dang mountain that would blow you off course yeah. off the mountain off that bridge and you had to like use the snowman or that's good was it a snowman that you had to like use to, like to get across like penguin. A, okay yeah both of the things that you hate most in that game the dumb giant penguins and the snowman and like it just like blows you right off you lose your hat too oh, and like sometimes you get, like end up outside the level without your hat and you gotta go find it again and the stupid yep. coin purses and just the level is great, but that part and being like kind of patient and waiting and like clipping like the the box just right to where it blows you off the mountain again, like the most frustrating thing ever. Like That's instantly, unique. like worst villain in my experience. <laughs> That's unique. Not bad. I like that. Joshua, we're passing the ball back to you, my friend. All right. So my next choice here. Um, this one is what I called, uh, before we started sort of my, uh, my cheating, um, option. So I'm, I'm fairly certain it counts. I'm changing the rules here for myself conveniently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking, I'm going to say your name wrong, but I'm picking Kotake or Kotaki maybe. Um, but that also includes, uh, Kayum, whose name I also don't know how to pronounce, but together they would be Twin Rova for, for Mm -hmm. you all who don't know what i am saying very good good. they started off in ocarina of time um of course one of them um i i do not know how to pronounce this but comb is the fire one and kataki um is the ice one but uh of course when you first meet them in ocarina of time they are 
I, I sort of like their backstory here. It doesn't go much into it, but they are the surrogate mothers of the Gerudo King Ganondorf. Um, so apparently they took care of him, but you first find them um, kidnapping the one Gerudo that is the sage in Ocarina of Time whose name escapes me, but uh, near the beginning of the spirit yeah. temple there. And then their boss fight is sort of the really cool part where you have to use the mirror shield to use their own powers against the other sister, like the fire you would have to reflect back at the, the ice one and things like that. Um, so I always thought that was a really cool and creative boss fight, a really good one for near the end of the game um, that not only like tests your combat skills in that game, but also gives you sort of a puzzle to work with. Because if you can't figure that out, you were pretty much screwed. Right. Um, so that that was cool. And just... I know this isn't exactly just the one character, but them as a dynamic always that was kind of funny. Like after you kill them in that, they're still arguing as they're yeah. like dying. Yes, um, it's funny. And they even they also pop up in Majora's Mask. Granted, they're actually good characters in that game, so I'll kind of skip over that one. They're so they also pop good. up. <laughs> well, they also pop up in Oracle Oracle of Ages and Seasons if you have like the Link games, um, linked mm. just to make sure heard that yeah. right not link yeah. in the per character but, <laughs> right um, right because they are working on if i remember correctly they're working on bringing back ganondorf um so they're almost sort of the main villains so to speak i, w I would say um behind that whole you know both of those games so i thought that was pretty cool they're they're more like they're akin to their ocarina of time versions i would yeah. say there but yeah I, I always thought they were pretty cool and i'm kind of sad to have never seen them back i thought there could have been more of a dynamic to explore that like with them their connection to ganondorf and all of that sort of thing hey yep that's my pick. A wild too who knows yeah we'll see we'll see good pick man um uh, well i'm gonna go back to what my first one was i really only switched um just because um correlate with what josh had for his first pick but my second pick which was originally my first pick um and these are all in descending order, so my favorite will be my very last one. Um, uh, I have... <laughs> it's kind of funny. It doesn't have a unique name. Um, yeah, a lot yeah, of Vice bosses, bosses don't really, don't really have, names. have names. Like, like uh, you, know, uh, you know, I, I had to I had search, search everywhere, search everywhere to, figure to figure out what the, what the Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion's boss's, boss's name was. was. It's, it's just Ice Monster. Ice Monster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible. Well, this one's no much, not much better, and it is uh, Ice Dragon. From Kirby's okay. Dreamland 2. Okay. I just never, played, never that played that one. Yeah, so a lot of my picks, all my picks are just really nostalgic. They're what I remember when I think about villains and winter icy villains, what came to my mind. Um, and these were the, the, the villains that came to my mind. And I used to play, because there was an era where we did not have Super Nintendo, as I've said a million times on this show. Um, and, uh, we had Game Boy, the red, uh, the regular fat gray Game Boy. That was my system from the NES to the 64. And, uh, um, with that, we, I played tons of Kirby, original Kirby's Dreamland and Kirby's Dreamland 2. And this boss, um, as a kid, you know, was tough and freaked me out and every time you got to him you ready to take this dude out and he would be shooting um ice sickles on the ground like kind of you know, like a fast pace um and you would have to suck those up and shoot them back at him while avoiding like um him either jumping on you or him uh making um spike icicles from the roof falling down on you so um that was one of my f yeah it was one of my first uh snow villains i really ever faced and he's one who sticks in my mind to this day strictly due to nostalgia so he's not i think he might have he's might have made reappearances in kirby games i haven't played every kirby game that's come out but um he definitely uh was a baddie back then so stuck in young jacob's mind for sure chris good pick Cool. cool. Uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, pick. A good I, pick. I, I keep meaning keep to play meaning the to Dreamland, play Dreamland games, games, but, uh, but uh, not, it, that's not, a Game, that's Boy, a game, game Boy right? game, right? Yes. Okay, okay. I'll have I'll to have look to into, look that. into I, that. I don't. It might be on the Kirby collection, like the Wii. It is. Disc. Oh, great! Great! I have it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I picked that up recently. That's a good pickup. That's a rare pickup. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 I, was, yeah I, I got it for a really, really good price, really good. too. Um, um, so so I, I would say, would say that, that my, my number, number three pick, pick is Josh's, Josh's pronunciation of those Ocarina bosses. bosses. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, old, I, old, Kitaki, right? <laughs> I, I could I listen to you pronounce their names all day long. long. That, that was, was really I'm entertaining. I'm a West Virginian trying to take it out. <laughs> 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 that was fun. That was fun. Um, um, let me throw, throw out like a like couple... A couple um, um, uh, what's, uh, it what's it called? Like runner-ups. Runner um, um, honorable yeah. mentions, if you don't mind. So, so uh, I was actually, actually I, found I found a good, good few picks, and, and it was hard for me to really narrow them down, down because, because you know they're all so different. different and it's like, and it's like, how do I base I this? Is it like nostalgia? nostalgia how interesting they look? How interesting the boss fight is and stuff? So, so I kind of did a mix of all that, obviously. But I really liked, and I hope I'm not saying any of the ones that you guys are going to pick, but mine are a little, little more, little more niche. niche um, one of them was them Metroid Prime 3's, 3's uh, Rundus, Rundus, like that guy who kind of like skates, skates on, ice. on ice, and like he just like, kind of, I don't know, I don't know. Hovers around, hovers around on like a, a, like a, 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 a strip of ice or whatever. whatever. I just thought it was like a really cool. Um, um, artistic design, design in a way, in a way. but, but um, um, when looking, when looking at, at the battle, at the battle itself, itself, it was kind of, kind of blah. blah. Like it just looks it just cool looks that cool he that like, he, like flies, around, flies on around on ice. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. So, yeah. And uh, all the other Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Um, um, I like the I like She-Goth, She-Goth and Thardis as well. One recent one from like an older game that I really like is Chill Penguin from Mega Man X. I love that whole boss fight. Love it. Um, it's just so cool and, and interesting. So I like that. And uh, I mean, I have many more picks, but I'm going to end with, um, with, at least with my honorable mentions, with um, Sniffberg the Unfeeling <laughs> from Yoshi's Woolly World, which is basically a shy guy that for some reason has an inflatable ice around his head. <laughs> and it's just... I just, first of all, he's really cute, uh, but it kind of goes from like a 2D boss fight into a 3D one because he kind of goes into the foreground or background, I don't know, and it becomes like kind of this like 3D battle, so I thought that was interesting. That was going to be my, one of my picks. But anyway, my last actual pick is from Z- The Legend of Zelda. Triforce Heroes, <laughs> and I'm pretty confident that no one else has chosen a Triforce Heroes boss, but um, great game. But yeah, this one is called Blizzagia, which is a pretty cool name for an ice boss. And uh, so basically, it starts the same way that any other boss fight in the game starts. It's completely quiet, the music stops, and there's like a few chests where you can get your last minute items in and your hearts in right before it starts and so you land into the arena and uh it's he emerges menacingly from like this ice cave and it's this giant snake this ice snake and so he uh he basically emerges from yeah this ice cave very menacingly and he has this like rock mask it's like this very cool like viper mask on his face and his eye his back is just covered with like icicles and um just ice everywhere and he has a very um like i don't know invincible tail like you can't touch the tail and so it's just this really interesting boss fight because you want to smash his mask to expose his vulnerable face you want to get the ice off of his back so you have to work together to do that and you have to avoid his tail and it's really interesting because he's moving around and slithering around the arena in very like unpredictable ways and so as a team you have to work together to kind of you know get all those things done so it was just a really fun dynamic i thought um and at towards the end uh he kind of makes the arena he he like changes the floor from like being a regular you know rock floor to being an ice floor so it becomes slippery so that's that mixes it up really uh, really well as well. So I don't know if you guys ever played Triforce Heroes before, but um, I did, but not did not get very far. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's understandable. 
Um, but you have to, you know, sometimes you have to like stack on top of each other and, you know, you didn't do this that much with this particular boss fight, but towards the end you, it, you could have, cause he's, uh, not just like slithering around on the floor. He kind of like goes upwards as well. So, um, there's the potential for you to stack and use that to your advantage as well. But I just thought it was a very clever, interesting take on an ice boss making it a snake having him have ice all over his back and you know needing to work together to smash all this ice off and expose him so yep that is my last pick and that is again blazagia from triforce heroes very very um far left cut there that's that's good though like didn't expect a Triforce Heroes character, and I'm the, the cool part is that like at least, especially even with those type of games, uh, you find out with that one and, and the Four Swords is that they just really made boss fights unique. Um, I mean, the whole game it's all developed around gameplay of using three separate characters, you know. So it was bound to be a unique boss fight, anyways. Um, that's a good choice, man. Thank you. Yeah, it was a very very unique experience, especially with uh, you know other team members. Ryan, what about you, man? I'm glad you had some uh, some uh, honorable mentions there. Uh, there's a few that I tossed off my list, uh, namely like the Shigoths, uh, the baby Shigoths especially. Um, but uh, you know, I thought Thardis was more in line with like ridiculous villains, and you know, but that's just my opinion on that one. <laughs> ridiculous? How though? Like <laughs> Not what, in a what good was way. ridiculous? Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> We've already, we've already had a debate about why that boss is awesome and Ryan doesn't think so. I think, I think like, very... if we're we going for, like, creepy vibe, like, the, uh, the Blizzetta or whatever, um, from Twilight Princess, basically, Yeto, uh, oh, yeah. goes all evil on you. <laughs> oh, dang, I totally forgot about her in that oh, one. Oh, gosh, yeah. That, pretty that scary. Freaky. <laughs> That is freaky. Yeah. You are right. I never got that far. <laughs> Super wow. freaky. Um, That's a cool temple, anyway. Anyway, what's that? Was good, Ryan. That anyway, was good. Go ahead. But uh, that was just my runner-up. Come on. <laughs> no, but actually, the one that was like more personal villain for me, and it almost ruined the game for me. Like, it frustrated me so much, um, and actually ruined the the character for me. I was going to be really excited. I heard that this existed in the game. And I was like, I got to catch this thing, you know. And uh, so catching is kind of giving it away. Um, but yeah, it was a Pokemon, uh, black and white. Uh, I did not play black two or white two. Uh, but I did play black and white. And uh, you get to the bottom of this really, 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 like, dark ice cave. And mm-hmm. I, it, the details completely, ice like, dragon. escape me now. Um, but getting down to, like, this, it was awesome that had this fusion of ice and dragon type, like, this is gonna be like the coolest Pokemon ever, you know. And I get down there and I fight this Kiram, like Ice Dragon. Like this is so cool. It's so mysterious. Like it's got like broken wing and like just like ice covering it. And it's just like super, like intimidating. I absolutely just totally into the ice vibe. And I'm gonna love this Pokemon. And then I literally spent three days trying to catch this stupid Pokemon. The RNG was ridiculous. I could not catch it. And it wasn't the fact that the boss was too hard. I could faint it easy. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times the thing struggled to death because it just would not catch. Like, nothing I did would catch this thing. And I'm one of those people that never uses the Master Ball. Like, you did. ever. <laughs> Unless it's, like, some, like, crazy, shiny, like, legendary or something. Like, I won't use it. And so, like, I determined, like, I was just going to keep trying. And for three whole days, I was working on this Kiram. And by the time I got to the point where I caught Kiram, I didn't care about the Pokemon anymore. I hated the Pokemon. Like, I was like, this is a terrible way to, like, ruin this awesome experience. I thought this was going to be, like, my favorite Pokemon ever. You know, I didn't see what the model was. I just heard that there was an Ice Dragon legendary. I'm like, this is amazing. I got down there. It was so mysterious. And then, like, the whole, like, RNG thing just completely ruined it for me. And that's quite, like, there's no other, like, Ice villain like was this experience basically it was this Kiram boss this Pokemon that just would not catch like it was awful. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> black and white wasn't really good anyway. So that was my first uh, completed Dex though. 
I, you know, wow. and I've kept a living dex ever since then. Actually, no, I had a completed dex then. I didn't have a living dex until X and Y. But what does the Pokemon look like? I'm not familiar with that one. He's like long like, and gray, and he's really kind of ugly. <laughs> like a long neck dragon with like a broken wing. It's got like ice kind of covering it in different places. Kind of like has an ice head around it, like yellowing eyes with a yeah. black face ish. Okay, I'm gonna look him up. Sounds interesting. It's a K Y U R E M, I believe. Okay, thanks. Well, interesting pick, Ryan. I'm sorry that your experience was ruined. <laughs> but um, Josh, what about you, man? You got some honorable. Me- Apparently, we're throwing out honorable mentions this round too. So, wait, what you got, man? Oh man, I, I wish I would have had a list ready. Actually, um, what one I'll almost put in there instead of Bleak at first was I, I didn't get his name, but the polar bear from Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze oh, yeah, Popsicle. Yes, yeah, I thought that was just um, especially just because the intro was funny, where he's got yeah. like a little popsicle <laughs> in his hand yeah. and they knock it off and he gets mad because <laughs> of it, and then like he continues to turn colors as he falls yeah. into the juice or whatever. Yes, that's a great. Um, fight. I thought that was a pretty oh, fun fight. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a few others, really. Um, I swear, I feel like I'm forgetting a good handful. But the one I really wanted to slip into here was um, is quite ridiculous, and I don't even think I'm ready to describe this one. Um, this and is there your might choice. Be, yeah, yeah. This is my choice here. Um, just to get to the point here. Um, whoever is editing this might have to watch some of this guy's quotes. <laughs> It is Sumo Santa from Clay Fighter 63 and a third. <laughs> um, wow. I don't know if any of you all have any of you all played that game or no. have witnessed this character. Never. Okay. So nobody else except for me. Okay. Well, um, you're in for a treat if you ever check that out. <laughs> I'm not a big fighting game person, but I just never really have been outside of a Smash. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, back in the day, I think I first ran it in a blockbuster, but I mm-hmm. had Clay Fighter 63 and a third. And this guy, like, I think you had to put in cheats to get him. At least that's how I got him. Um, but it is, it, it, you might want to look him up. Um, it is, he is apparently, at least according to his bio, is an evil clone of Santa Claus who um, has tried to take over the North Pole. Um, Long story short, he works with the main villain, so he is a villain character to try to take over the world, but he can't until he takes out uh, Bad Mr. Frosty and the Clay Fighters, so on and so forth. So, yeah, one reason I really liked him, especially, like, the age I got to play this on the 64, Uh um, was just some of the ridiculous stuff he said, like, and I guess my dumb sense of humor. Um, To throw some of it out here, and again, I apologize if some of this is a bit... there's no language, but if it's a little bit risque, <laughs> you know, we might we might bleep this part. Um, I'm not gonna say it like he does, but like jingle this all the way. And then when one of his moves is the Kringle Crush, I'm gonna add you to the naughty list. Santa's gonna sit on your lap. Um, oh my. yeah, I, I I won't say that one. <laughs> I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> but, <laughs> Basically, if if you go and and you play it and you see it, you you kind of have to be there. Um, but it's just completely ridiculous. Um, it it fits the tone of the game pretty well. Um, I, I don't know if it's the best fighting game, so to speak. Um, to me, I always just button mashed it anyhow. But this was this was one that always sticks out, and I found myself quoting, um, like years after, at least yeah. around people that would be familiar with it, just kind of being funny. Yeah. Um, he always stuck out in my mind. And for some reason, he is one of the first things that popped up there when we started talking about the topic. So there you go. That is, I, I don't know if I'm numbering mine, but if I am, there is my number one choice. There you I, go. Uh, I fully expect them to bring this game uh, ported over with the Switch online with when they bring 64 games around. <laughs> well, if we do, we'll all have a fun online fight. Yes. <laughs> We're, oh, well, boy. good interesting choice joss i need to look this guy up i've never even heard of him so but good 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 uh rare pick there too everyone's got some side picks that no one expect which is great except for me i don't really feel like i have but um i guess since we're doing honorable mentions um one that i wanted to do because it always comes up in my mind but i 
did not go with this because I felt like the game is just way too new. Um, and that's the Ice Golem from um, Mario Rabbids. I loved that fight. I oh. it gave me a hard time. Um, I just yep. thought it was so fun, so unique. One reason why I loved that game, the gameplay. Um, Ice Golem from Mario Rabbids is my runner-up him because I just feel like he's way too new, and I wanted to base my picks more on nostalgia. Um, right. And uh, But no, that is a fantastic fight, and if you've not played that game, you guys really need to go get that game. I love that game. Yeah, um, a little biased for it, but yeah. It, I mean, rightfully so. It's an amazing game. <laughs> um, so my last pick has already been said twice since you guys started doing um, runner-ups, and um, I'm going Shigoth is my number one pick. Awesome. Um, Shigoth is probably the most memorable image I have in my brain from Metroid Prime. It was the <laughs> thing that intrigued me more than anything. Um, because it was, I remember, uh, I always go back to this DVD advertisement for Metro Prime that I had. I don't even know how I, I got that DVD. I really don't know how I got it, but um, you could put it in your DVD player. I don't know if you guys remember this. Ryan probably does. I do. Mm -hmm. But you could put it in, and it had like a trailer for Metro Prime, and the Seagoth was always showing off in that trailer, and you heard fighting it. It just looks so intimidating. I mean, and I remember getting the wave beam and having to, um, like, you, you, that's what you get. You get the wave beam, and then the thing, you get trapped in the room with it. And uh, it was such an intimidating fight. Um, it was early on in the game, and you're not very strong at this point, but it was a new way to test your metal. And the thing is very scary. I mean, it looks scary. It's very, you don't want to mess with that thing, you know. And if you're a younger kid, which at the time when the game came out, I was about 12, and, uh, um, I was 12 and you know, it, it didn't like scare me and give me nightmares, but it definitely was an intimidating, intimidating thing to face, especially if you're playing the game at night by yourself, you know? Um, so I, that one stuck out of my mind and, and the babies too, you know, those things are terrifying. They're ugly. And I would love to see them come back in another Metroid game. Um, but yeah, that is the image that pops in my mind first and foremost when I think of Metroid Prime is those guys in the whole winter, the whole winter snowy area. So, um, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, that, that, that's my number one pick. Nice. Yeah, I, I totally agree that uh, that like for me when I think of Metroid Prime, I think of the adult she got too because you know so new to video games and it has such a menacing pr uh, presence. Like when you first encounter it, it's just so. Uh, monstrous and, and intimidating and stuff and so I'll just never forget that feeling of first encountering it and it's a really interesting boss fight too so yes yeah, it's it's good pick yep very very good pick I tend to like think of like the baby shigas because it's like the first thing you come across mm -hmm. and then like being able to like plasma be in them later is pretty satisfying oh, um, but now, yeah now. it's just uh, it's really cool, cool. Um, just aesthetic and the fact that like there's a giant one you know like, you fight all the babies i hate to see what the giant one looks like and uh -huh. then, like you know going up against that it's just it is so intimidating well the babies were cool too because you had to break their shell before you could mm -hmm. actually really do good damage to them and that was just always a, a unique little uh task to do when you when you encountered especially more than one of them too you know? mm -hmm. especially because it's like a 3d thing not something you can do in with the the 2d games because you have to go around them to do that so that was kind of interesting to figure out and and uh you know get through that what were you gonna say I mean, Josh? i totally forgot a runner up um actually i apologize um i really wanted to bring this one up it is uh i think it's actually just pronounced goat g-o-h-t from majora's mask if anybody else remembers that one um, yeah i do it's the one you have to fight with the Goron. I always thought that was like the coolest boss fight. I don't feel like a lot of people appreciate that one. I thought about it, but I, you know, I didn't want to choose it because of my mind. Even though it's in like a winter level, it, there's nothing snowy about that boss. Yeah. Like, there's no ice. There's no snow. It's he, just he's just in that temple. <laughs> yeah, kinda... that, that that was one reason I actually didn't include it. But yeah, I I did want to bring that one up. That was always one of my hmm. favorite boss fights. It was really cool to run around as a Goron and and spike it up and, and hit that thing that you are right yes well we gotta 
vote. You know, we had a lot of options. Well, we want our top four, and then we're you know we want you guys, the fans, uh, this week to just vote which one out of the top four that we narrow it down to do you think is the best uh, choice here of the top snow villains that we brought to the table. So, um, and let us know if you guys had any ice villains that come to your mind nostalgically that we didn't bring up. Um, so, guys, what do we think? What who should be Let's start with the bottom. Who should be our maybe that can be like our runner-up category? Who who should be the number four there? Well, how about we pick our own favorites, like our favorite picks of the ones that we selected? Oh, like of each other's. Yeah, because it's yeah. gonna be hard to rank. Gotcha, you know? yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so for me, I think, and feel free to disagree if you want to make a case for something else. But I don't even think. <clears throat> Excuse me, that you guys even are familiar with my other picks, but I'm gonna go with the uh, the ice monster from Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon. I think that's my my top contender. And uh, let me just say what the other ones are, even though I'm I don't think you're gonna disagree with that pick. Uh, the uh, the punk walrus from Big Bang Mini and Blizzagia, the snake from Triforce Heroes. But again, I don't think you're gonna really that's gonna sway you anyway. <laughs> Okay. And what about you, Josh? Out of my own choices, um, I believe I know what would be number one here, um, as, as long as this still counts. I would be going with... <laughs> here I go again. I'm just going to say Kitake, because I'm pretty sure I'm saying her okay. name right, or at least close to it, or T- Twinrova in that sense. Um, I think that one has the strongest um, fight, so to speak, and uh, the coolest... Mm backstory and character and that sort of thing. I almost went with Sumo Santa there, but I don't think very many people know who that is. <laughs> well, what was your first pick, Josh? Like the one that you didn't mention yet? Oh, man. I almost did it. I'm just going to say Twin Rova, even though I'm really kind of going with Kuima and Katake on their own. Cool. Okay. But wait, who who are your three picks? It was It was them... And then in order, it would be them, and then Sumo Santa, <laughs> and then Bleak. Oh, Bleak. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I support that pick. Ryan. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Polar Bear, uh, the Mountain in Super Mario sixty four, and uh, Kiram. Who's your number one? Out of your bunch, who do you want to be your number one? Who do you think is oh. your number one? Um. You know, probably the mountain in Super Mario 64. <laughs> that, is, that is hard to beat. I, my vote is for the polar bear. I just think that's a really cool polar bear. But you pick whichever one you want. That is a good, interesting, creative pick, though, the mountain. <laughs> um, mine, I'm going with Seagoth. That's my number one. I think that's the okay. one that stands most out in my mind. And... I had the greatest. Ex- it was the one that wasn't even like frustrating. It was just a crazy experience I had, which is a good thing, you know. So yeah, that's Seagoth. Cool. So I guess our top four picks are Ice Monster from Luigi's Mansion: Dark Moon, Seagoth, the Mountain from Mario sixty four, and Kotake or Kayum. I forget which one. The witches from Ocarina. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, for fun, out of our honorable mentions, which one do we think should be would win if there was a fifth slot? Um, I'm going to, I I can list a few if you want, but I personally think, even though I haven't played this one, I've seen videos of him and he looks pretty cool. One that Josh brought up is uh, I, what Bashmaster. The uh, which is technically the name of the uh, the polar bear from Tropical Freeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen videos of it, and I just think that's a very cool, uh, you know, interesting ice boss in general. Like he's, you know, it's a polar bear with like a ice hammer or something. You're on an icicle. Like it has all the ice things to it. You know, definitely. I agree to that. Yeah. Josh votes for Bashmaster. Ryan, what about you? Do you have a different pick? Um, Ryan votes for Thardis. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably gonna toss, you know, toss it to the polar bear. But um, I really like that yellow boss. Uh, that was pretty terrifying from, you know, Twilight Princess. So I think between those two. Um, but if if it came down to it, I'll probably swing towards the uh, the polar bear. Um, yeah, I was gonna say freeze. Bashmaster um, is Man. 
is definitely, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of sad that I didn't pick him for my main list. Yeah, me too. I, I should have, maybe I Blake should have sat that one out. Yeah. My girlfriend actually is playing Tropical Freeze right now, and she just did that boss fight last, like, a few days ago, and uh, I was watching her do it, and it was just fun to watch, and I was just thinking, like, man, this guy was really, he's he's probably my favorite boss fight in the whole game. Um, I guess maybe I wasn't trying to be too cliche with picking uh, about a, a game from Tropical Freeze, I guess, but uh, no, Bashmaster definitely would get that imaginary fifth slot. Sounds like he should be your number one now. But... I know. I think he won. <laughs> Might have to kick someone off. <laughs> I know. We could kick off that st- stupid snowman. <laughs> Just kidding. That guy stuck, too. Well, guys, that is our picks. Um, thank you for listening. And make sure you interact. Josh, uh, as long as he doesn't get banned from Twitter, he should be posting a poll up about this. And that'll be fun yeah. to see what you guys have to think. But, Josh, why don't you go ahead and do our due diligence as well and where they can find you in the next 30 days when you can interact with people again. <laughs> okay, so I'm not even going into that joke right now. <laughs> but you can find us at Nintendo underscore NOS on Twitter. Um, of course, you can also find us on Facebook, Nintendo Nostalgia. Um, also, check out the Facebook group there for Nintendo Nostalgia. Um, if you need to find that or a link to it, just let me know. And we are also on Instagram. Um, and yeah, that, that'd be about it. Well, anyways, um, thank, thank you so much, Josh and everybody, for entertaining us with this winter episode. And we will be back next week playing with some more power. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Later, Chris.